Hello, my name is Melanie Clark, and this is the podcast where I give my shiny two cents about life, love, and all of the above. You are now tuned in to Vodka Melonade. Let me pour you a glass. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Vodka Melonade. Hope everybody had a great week. It was um really, really nice. This week was delivering all the spring weather vibes, minus the rain, that I really, really like. It wasn't too hot. It wasn't too cold. The cloud was the cloud the sky. <laughs> I was going to say the cloud. The clouds were sky. The sky was... Oh my God, am I drunk? No, I'm not. I have not had any vodka melanade. I am trying to say that the skies were cloud free and it was just very, very nice. Um, And it was really, really hard to be stuck in the office and just have to look out the window at the, you know, the sun shining and people just seeming to enjoy little nice strolls down the street. And it was just kind of a bummer. But I'm really enjoying this weather. So I hope everybody who maybe, uh, you know, has a different kind of a work schedule or, you know, maybe you are able to get out for your job and enjoy the weather. I hope you're able to do that. Um, spring is definitely in session. I was thinking the other day, like winter seemed to last a really, really long time for some reason. I mean, shout out to global warming or whatever, but it just seemed like the cold months and I love winter, but it just seemed like it dragged on and on and on. And then we had like all that rain that happened. And I don't know, it just seemed like the weather like winter was just like really, really holding on for dear life this time. Kind of how summer does like into October just seems like summer is still holding on um, in LA anyway. Um, but yeah, just it's I think even I was getting tired of it. So just seeing the sun shining and the birds chirping and, you know, it, it's just it's just nice. So I'm going to enjoy it while I can because I know once it gets hot for summer, I'm going to be begging for cold weather again. But um, for now, I'm just really enjoying it. Um, so I want to get into um, a little bit of something that was on my mind over this last week. Um, I signed my release renewal for my apartment. So I'm going to be here for another 12 months. Um, it's definitely the best choice right now. Um, so I'm locked in. I sent that off to the office. And I mean, I love this place. I mean, I love inside of my place, like my apartment. I love it. It's it's just cozy and cute. I got my my cats with me. Um, I mean, I think I still could like decorate a little more, do a few updates here and there, but it is like my little sanctuary inside of the unit. I have my issues with things that are outside of my actual apartment, the building itself, the neighborhood, the neighbors. Um, but I think overall, I can't really complain. I'm told time and time again that for my first apartment, this is pretty good. 
So I've been holding on to that and just, you know, I've seen horror stories, heard horror stories, and mine aren't completely horror, but, you know, I, I have, I've had a few issues, <laughs> but not enough to keep me from renewing or going through the hassle of trying to, um, you know, find a new place. I mean, moving into this unit was not that bad because I was starting from scratch, but now that I have all my stuff and my furniture, moving would just be like a big pain so and plus I don't think I'm going to be able to find anything comparable that's this affordable unless I go far out of LA which I'm really not trying to do so this is where I'm going to remain um, I remember last year when I renewed they you know it's not rent controlled or anything and I think they were trying to go up on my lease like $200 or a little more than $200 and I remember when I first moved in, the leasing agent guy I worked with, he was like, yeah, you know, when it comes time to renew, if, you know, it's it's a little high for you, just get in contact with me and we'll do, you know, we'll see if we can do something. So I did immediately last year and they were able to bring it back down to something more reasonable. This time around, it only went up about 50 bucks and I'm like, well, Ugh, it's okay, you know, I mean, I'm not going to nickel and dime here, I'd rather it not go up at all. If anything, I wish it would go down. But it wasn't anything I was like, you know, having a heart attack over. So it is what it is. But, you know, if the time comes, because I, you know, I don't think, I don't know, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know where I'll be next year. But, you know, there are some things I've had in mind to make sure it's different if I were to go to a new apartment. Um, so it's just things that I would choose differently, things I would look for, things I would keep in mind um, if I were to choose another apartment, just having the experience of being here. So one of the first things I would try to make sure is that the building is cat only. <laughs> And that's not just because I'm a cat lady, but I mean, yeah, and it's not just looking at me as I say that, but, um, just, you know, when you look online, you know, they'll say like, oh, we're pet friendly. So they'll take dogs and cats. Some units are cats only. And I'm pretty sure that's because dogs are, you know, they're louder, they're messier, um, you know, those animals obviously get taken in and out of the unit. So there's more chance for messes in the common area spaces. And, you know, I mean, that's just what it is. So I think I would try to choose a cat friendly only building for obvious reasons. I have cats and dogs bark. They're loud. They're a nuisance. Um, you know, they crap everywhere and that's, they're just doing what dogs do, but not every dog owner is responsible. So it can get really disgusting really quickly. So that's definitely something that I would want to change or choose if I were to move somewhere else. <laughs> um, I also would get no carpet, zero carpet, not even in the bedroom, not even just in just one room. I would want some kind of a laminate, some type of wood. I cannot do the carpet. Um, it's uh, it's kind of a pain in the ass. I mean, with the cats, they tear it up. 
their litter tracks. I have to constantly vacuum um, if they throw up or something or if I spill something. It's just it's just a pain. And this apartment is in the living room and the bedroom. So there's carpet in both. And it's it's and, you know, I think also it's just not real good quality carpet. I know they replaced it before I got in here, but it's honestly it's just not the best. It's probably they cut corners getting this type of fabric or type of carpet. And so I guess if it was a good quality and a really good installation, maybe I deal with it. But if I really just completely had it my way, I think I just go wood all the way. And I think a lot of people feel that that's, that's not like an unusual thing to want, but, um, yeah, the way these cats are set up, <laughs> I definitely um, would rather do that. Plus, I think it's easier to just sweep and mop than it is to like have to spot clean and shampoo and vacuum to keep everything looking good. Um, and at, at this point, you know, it's just just looking kind of dull, like it's not as vibrant as it was Um when I first moved in and who has time to be like shampooing the carpet every so often not me I wouldn't even want to take the time it takes to try to you know hire someone to do it so that's something I would keep in mind now um I'm on the top floor of my building which is what I prefer I would never want to be underneath anybody but I think if I could choose next time I would want to still be top floor, but try to get a corner unit so that I'm, I mean, a specific kind of corner unit, because I know on the floors of my building, there's two corners that aren't um, in between anyone. They only have one neighbor on one side. And I think I would like that if it was set up that way. But again, this is just like my my fantasy draft for an apartment right like an affordable one nothing like crazy you know money's not an option but this is like a realistic kind of fantasy apartment right so I think I would rather just only have to deal with one neighbor with noise and things like that rather than two because you never know what you're gonna get and I just don't want like all the walls of my apartment to be bored um to be you know lined up with other people's walls so I think it would just be nice to have at least one wall preferably like the bedroom <laughs> that's not like lined up with anybody else I think that's something I would look for as well um I also and I'm looking at like a little list that I made I feel so like organized here um I would definitely want to have on-site management I think that's really important I used to work in an apartment building in uh, Santa Monica and I worked in the leasing office and we were there you know regular business hours so if residents had an issue they could come downstairs yes it was a pain in the ass from the leasing agents <laughs> standpoint but from the residents I'm pretty sure it's really convenient and it's just a good option to have instead of having to email 
wait for them to get back to you, calling, nobody picking up, leaving messages, and you're just kind of at their will. But if you can catch them (laughs) between nine and five in the office, somebody's going to be there unless they're all on lunch or something. But I would definitely prefer to have on-site management um, basically at my beck and call. (laughs) Um, And that same coin, I would like to have on-site patrol service. Here at my complex, they have like a courtesy patrol number that you call and it calls like a general company that they work with and you have to let them know what your building name is because they serve multiple buildings in the area and then they'll send someone out to your building to come and take a look at whatever it is you're calling about versus just having someone here already that patrols and they're just on site you know preferably they already hear the issue but if you were to call to them they're just already there you don't have to wait for them to come because I've had to call our quote unquote courtesy patrol line multiple times in the two years that I've been here and I never get follow-up I don't know if they come and fix the issue I don't know if they come and see what I'm talking about because I don't get called back I don't get reached out to because Asha what are you doing Am I talking too much? <laughs> she just like put her paw in my mouth. Oh my God, rude. <laughs> um, so, you know, I don't know if my issues really ever get resolved. They just, I don't know. They're like, yeah, we'll send someone soon. And then, you know, next thing I know, it's the next morning. So I would definitely want someone here who's just patrolling on their own and someone we could reach out to who's just like in an office downstairs or just in a car somewhere on the property. I think that that would definitely um, make my life a lot easier. Speaking of making my life easier, I really wish we had trash chutes on our floor. I hate taking the trash downstairs. Now, I'll be honest, I kind of like time and manage my trash in a way that <laughs> in a way that blue can take it out when we have our date nights and he's here so I honestly haven't had to take my trash out but maybe like twice I'm not even kidding twice in the last like seven months honestly <laughs> so because I just I just time it like I mean like the big trash like out of my big you know not big but out of like my, my kitchen trash can um occasionally I'll have to take like their litter downstairs I'll have to take um you know like cardboard boxes or something and I'll just take it on my way to work but like the regular routine trash I definitely try to and it's just me so I can get away with it like once a week and um so it's not that big of an issue but I would like if like I could just go down the hall and just opened up the little chute and just drop it downstairs and even if for him when he takes it if he could just drop it down the chute instead of having to go downstairs and it's in our garage so you know you have to go downstairs and put it in the big dumpsters but it's so disgusting in there to have to go into the trash room yourself um there's rats in there I've seen sometimes I don't know how um homeless people I've seen digging in the garbage um down there so it's just not something I want to have to do and it just stinks it reeks and I just I'm just not I mean I don't know who's a trash person but I'm just not a trash girl like I just I hate it I 
I just, I don't like it. But so but it would be more convenient if I could just go down the hall. Now, when I first looked up this apartment, I swear on the, um, like the diagram of the building and the units when I was trying to see where mine was going to be, I swore I saw on the sides of the, like on, on the diagram that there was a trash chute that led all the way downstairs. Like I swore I saw that. And I was like, oh, awesome. Like I'm only like three or four units from the chute. Like this is going to be awesome. Nope. I don't know what I was looking at, what that was. I don't know if it was like a, the wrong diagram. I don't know, but I was sorely mistaken <laughs> when I realized I had to go downstairs and drag my trash. And I always, I mean, despite like, not despite but even like not even considering the regular like kitchen trash that I'll have I buy a lot of crap okay I am always on line buying something I always have packages and cardboard boxes and you know all the crap that goes inside of the packaging boxes and it's just there's just always something for me to throw away so sometimes I'll just have like a box of cardboard stuff just sitting there because I don't feel like dragging it so I'll wait for blue but you know I could get all that crap out of here much sooner if I had a trash chute Ugh, that's just I don't know that's just something I would definitely look at for my next unit it's not a must but it's like it would be very very convenient now I never thought I would want this but I don't know it would just be nice to have a pool I think it would be nice to have a pool now that's definitely not a need that's just something like that would be like a cherry on top because I'm sure that having a pool sounds good but then you have to deal with all your other neighbors at the pool and you know maybe it not being cleaned properly I mean I would want a pool if maintenance and management and patrol was on site for sure and there weren't any dogs because I don't want to see any dogs at the pool and so like all my other crap I want would need to be there in order for me to like get that pool because I feel like it all goes together <laughs> but it would just be nice to just go and lounge by the pool it would be go- nice to go and edit this podcast and just like lay out by the pool it would just be nice to go grab a book just to get out of the apartment for a little while and you know not have to go too far to do it and you just go downstairs and just you know pop a squat but you know that's 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 definitely on the the like a little asterisk on the list because it's not 100% necessary but I think it would just be kind of nice um I wasn't too picky about that uh, when I was first looking I don't think any of the units that I looked at before I moved in had a pool and I know there's like a crazy upcharge for something like that but that would that would just be really nice or maybe I'm just in a vibe of like oh the sun's out it would be really nice (laughs) but I don't know that would just that would definitely be on the fantasy draft of things in my unit oh my god I just had to take a beat because I suddenly heard these big heavy boot sounding footsteps above me you know how alarming it is to hear footsteps above you when you're on the top floor like oh my god I guess they're obviously working on the roof or doing something up there but they never tell us when they're going to be doing it so you'll just suddenly hear like these fee-fi-fo-fum-ass steps above you and we're on the top floor already you're like oh my god so oh my god I gotta like take a deep breath my heart was like beating so fast I haven't heard anybody up there in so long okay okay
Oh, hey, Sasha. <laughs> so the last thing I wanted to mention about like things I would look for um, in another apartment were I to move would be um, I would like a male concierge service um, or like a designated room just for packages, especially because here at this building, like you go into the lobby, your mailbox is just right there. It's numbered. You get a key. Everybody's is there. And that's really just it. They have like a USPS mail bin in the corner where you can like toss your junk mail or if I don't know if your box is like stuck or something the mailman will put it in that box I don't know but if you get packages they just get kind of left around down there for anybody to to just grab and there's no camera up there as far as I'm concerned and um you know you have to explicitly tell your delivery situation to put it at your door but you know that's there's only a 50 50 chance they're gonna like actually listen and put it at your door so sometimes my stuff is downstairs I've had plenty of things taken um you know when they've been left downstairs or you know I don't know it's like they just and it's like I have an elevator in the building so I don't know why they can't just take the extra two seconds just to come up and leave it at my door but I know when I lived at or lived when I worked at this apartment building down in Santa Monica um, years ago um, there was a actual something called um, you know like I forgot what it was called something concierge some kind of program, some kind of system. And it was a locker system. And if you got packages, the courier could go look up your apartment, pop open one of the lockers and secure your package inside. You would get like a notification and then you would go down. You'd you'd get an alert about which, you know, locker had your package, pop it open, grab it and go back upstairs, which I loved. As a employee of the building, it came with its like definite flaws because a lot of times the couriers would overstuff the lockers with packages that are obviously too big for it. Um, and they would get it jammed and the resident would call and be like, hey, can you come downstairs and or can you come over and, and unjam this for me, yada, yada. So that was a pain in the ass. But that was for the res- the resident services. That wasn't for the, the resident. It was really still convenient for the resident. So <laughs> I would love something like that just to guarantee because right now, you know, if there's like little non super important things that I need I'll have it sent to my house but for everything else and like I said I I shop a lot so there's always something um I have to get it sent to my grandma's house which is okay because you know it's not too far and I know it'll get there and it'll be safe inside the house but you know sometimes you just want your stuff to be where you live and you don't want to have to lug anything across town so oh I don't know that's just something some things that I thought about um you know especially as I was coming to review my most recent lease and I'm like wow what would it be like to move if I did move this is what I would want so yeah I don't know yeah just figured I'd share that it's just and we'll see where I am next year you know 12 months can change a lot we'll see where I am with blue see if you know being here another 12 months makes sense or if somewhere else so we'll see but either way I'll keep all of you guys posted obviously <laughs> let's see if you guys can hear Sasha she's purring
can you hear that she's all up in my business oh my god i can't get anything done uh so it's like to be a single mom <laughs> you know what else has been on my mind a lot lately engagements and weddings <laughs> and um you know my mom always jokes like when i bring up you know weddings and you know engagement rings and whatever and she's like does blue uh, know about this i'm like uh, yeah we talk about it all the time and you know i like to get his opinion on different things and um you know just kind of get a sense of what he may want for a wedding what he may want as far as like engagement stuff goes but um watch out sasha come on come on jesus <laughs> um and the other day I was asking him, I was like, what do you think about, cause I have this vision. Okay. And he knows, and anyone in my life knows, like I have very strong opinions about certain things and I can be a little stubborn when I have a vision and I want things to be a certain way. So I feel like when it comes to like wedding stuff, there's like a few things that I can be flexible on, but there's definitely certain things that I'm going to like be very, very firm on even the things leading up to the wedding. I had this vision <laughs> for how I wanted to go and I was just kind of asking him like um specifically what did he think about um engagement photo shoots um and like you know wedding like um engagement announcements because I have this vision <laughs> about you know now when it comes to getting engaged like I don't necessarily feel like it would be nice but I don't think I need it to be documented you know if it's just like a moment between us and it's just going to be in our memory forever you know maybe we take a few pictures on our phone or whatever but it doesn't need to be like set up like I don't need a photographer or videographer like camping out in a bush trying to capture the moment <laughs> um I don't need anything crazy it would be cute I'm not gonna say I don't I don't want that but I don't that's not what I picture but what I would like is after that day to schedule a photo shoot um, for like engagement photos for keepsakes and to send to family. And then I would want to use different options from that photo shoot to send out for official like engagement announcements and then eventually for save the dates for the actual wedding. That's just what I've had in mind. Now, when I was talking to Blue, he was like, well, I don't know. I don't think like an announcement would be my thing, but he said that, you know, if it would make me happy, then he would definitely just do it. He said, just tell him where, when, what to wear, blah, 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 blah. So I was like, bet. So I just have this very like, like I want some like black and white photos. I want it to be really like kind of candid. Like we're just kind of, you know, walking around, just kind of like hugging, whatever, talking, laughing, giggling. Um, and someone's just kind of capturing the moments. But I want like the backdrop to be like a really nice museum or, you know, like a really nice estate somewhere that we could like, you know, have for like a couple of hours to do the shoot or um I don't know like some kind of nice area of the city at night maybe uh, maybe we could do it kind of late so there's not a whole bunch of people around just something with a really nice interesting background um for 
for the for the photos i'm thinking black and white i could have some wiggle room on that um but i definitely just want something really classy elegant like i definitely see him in a suit or just something really nice uh, maybe not with like the jacket or and everything but just you know nice slacks nice top and then i'll be in um, some kind of a white dress um just really classy and just 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 really like wealthy looking like I just have this vision so it's definitely something that I want and I don't think a lot of men spend a lot of time thinking about little details and like the vibe of what they want for their wedding I definitely hadn't really given it much thought until like the last few years but I just know that the wedding that I want I want like an old money just classic kind of simple but elegant vibe um something that when I look back at the photos it's it just stands the test of time like my great-grandkids great-great-grandkids like they'll find these photos in the attic and it's like wow look at look at her like this is so nice like I don't want anything that looks too dated I don't want anything too trendy there was this girl <laughs> on TikTok she and I'm she regrets it now but it was just like a few years ago she had her wedding and I don't know if it was a few years ago whenever that song by Sierra was really popular that body party song <laughs> um it was a long time ago so Sierra was with future okay it was this just trendy song she loved it so much at the time that her wedding was supposed to be that she walked down the aisle to it and it's like, <laughs> I mean, and it's not even like a romantic song. It's like, you know, I don't even know. I can't even, I can't even <laughs> explain. It's just like this, not raunchy, but it's like this sexy song, like that she would like play at the club or something. And she walked down the aisle to it. It wasn't even the instrumental. It was literally just the track. And she regrets it to this day, obviously. And this is part like partly why I'm so happy that I didn't get married, you know, any earlier than this time of my life, because I probably would have made some questionable choices as well, like as far as what it looks like and the food that's served and my wedding dress and the music, like it, I'm sure it would have been so dated and so 2000s, like it just I just I just I don't know I just know I want like the complete opposite of that and I just want to have something that just like I said just stands the test of time lately I have been obsessed it's gone viral Sophia Richie she recently got married um, if you don't know that's Lionel Richie's daughter um, she recently got married um, in Italy and it was just such an elegant soiree and I I'm just like obsessed like everything was super super classic and she's very young like you wouldn't think like her wedding looked like someone who was much older it just it had like a mature vibe but not old and like boring but it was just it was just so elegant it was just very floral there was a lot of neutrals her bridesmaids had black dresses um her mother looked incredible with her outfit the, the tuxes were really nice on the men um 
you know and it, it it was just it was just so nice and of course it was in Italy so but you can get that same vibe anywhere but it was just very simple and for her to be so young I just feel like 20 30 40 50 years from now she's gonna be able to look at those photos and it's just gonna be very classic and just she can reflect on it and probably not have many like choice regrets for like the things that she had at her wedding I know one thing that Blue uh, brought up was like he wouldn't be opposed to like a destination wedding. And I mean, obviously, I would like that, too. I just think logistically, that's like so much to get family members and friends to like another location. Um, I think I would want to do destination if it was like a very, very small wedding party, Um, like very small. Um, that would be the only way I think we could really do it because it's just, you know, trying to plan something in another location is just so stressful. So I would want to kind of minimize that as much as I can by just having like less mouths to feed, less people to house and provide things for, less travel money people are going to need. So, I mean, unless we're just like rolling in the dough at the time of the wedding, like then it's like not a matter of if it's just a matter of like getting it done in that case right so but in the off or in the likely chance that we're just regular run-of-the-mill you know husband and wife um or groom and bride rather um I think that just might be a little bit too much and not really worth it it's like if we have the money for that I'd rather just save it and then we can just keep the destination but make that our honeymoon or something you know what I mean so um but yeah I I kind of want to see what people what's like the norm these days I mean I know my generation we're getting married later if at all and I know people are cutting a lot of corners they're doing things like really really simply people are doing a lot of DIY stuff when it comes to weddings I know you know, back in the day, it was like really customary for the bride's family to like cover everything. But I know now with just how expensive everything is, everybody just kind of pitches in. So I'm really curious to see like what the regular standard is. I've already kind of seen people who are doing like a lot of non-traditional things at their wedding like they're doing the cooking for it they're providing the food um so they're like literally cooking or having people prepare it that they know at the venue people are eliminating wedding parties altogether they're not having the bridesmen and the grooms and the maid of honors and all that they're just having themselves and their partner up there um that saves people money on dresses and tuxes and you know eliminating it's a lot of the stress that I think the bridal party has on them because I, I feel like there's a lot of responsibility when they're in the wedding party um, and you know people are just eliminating that all together a lot of people are going straight to the courthouse and <laughs> I tweeted the other day because it's like you know the more you research cost and just you know everything that goes into it um, I just find myself really torn between like wanting to do something simple and then wanting to do something super grand it's like you know should I do humble courthouse chic or do I want a grand destination soiree like <laughs> every day it changes um you know but you know people are going more to the courthouse and just keeping things very very minimal um to save money and you know some people want that anyway but some people are doing it because they have to so 
I don't know. I I don't think I'd have a wedding party anyway because like I don't want to have to scrape together bridesmaids. I don't have like a bunch of girlfriends that I've been friends with since kindergarten. You know what I mean? I feel like that makes a lot of sense. Um, but I don't want to just pull together a bunch of women just so I have a bunch of women to walk down the aisle and (coughs) excuse me stand up there with me I think that just kind of I don't know that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me so and I kind of want all eyes on me like it's bad enough like my my spouse is going to be up there too like I want everybody looking at me no I'm just kidding (laughs) but I just want them just to look at us like and it's you know kind of like um, you know, it's just a traditional thing. I think I would just do away with much like the whole getting walked down the aisle thing. I think I want to get, I, I want to just walk myself down or I've seen, you know, the groom meet the bride halfway and then they walk up together. I've seen them walk in together in general. Like there's so many different things that can be done um, because, you know, my father's not around. I do have male figures and male family members that I could ask, but I don't know how I would pick. I don't know how I would just pick one. And, you know, I just feel like if it's not going to be your father who's like been there, then I would just be picking just to pick. And that is the moment where everybody should be looking at me. And I don't want anybody else to be there. So not like there, but like there down the aisle. I think I just, you know, I kissed the frogs. I found the prince. Let me just get myself down this aisle and just have everybody just, you know, in the front row. They're ready to support me. But I say this now, but for all I know, I could be like literally getting ready to walk down the aisle and get all choked up and be like, mommy, where are you? And I'm sure she'd be like, ah, I told you she'll run up and be there to walk me down the aisle. Anyway, I could totally see myself doing that. But as of this moment, I do feel like I would just be okay walking by myself. But you never know. I... I I act all big and bad until the time comes and then I end up wanting my mom anyway. So (laughs) I'm sure she's like laughing and rolling her eyes, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. I just, I think, I don't know if it is it wedding season or something because I'm just seeing an influx on all of my timelines of just wedding preparations and engagements and uh, wedding ceremonies and I guess spring is like a nice time to get married for a lot of people I think I personally would want to get married in the winter time um, or maybe fall um, just the cooler months um, but nothing not like a rainy season if I could avoid it even though they say that's good luck um But yeah, I've just seen so much content and it just has me thinking um, about, um, you know, what I'm going to do because, you know, I'm not trying to sound Delulu or anything, but I know it's coming up within the next few years and I just don't want to start my planning too late. I don't think it's too soon to start that. Is it, baby? Is it? Is it too soon? Hmm? Oh my goodness gracious. And no, I won't have my cats at my wedding. I know people include their pets, but (laughs) I think that's a little much. They'll be at home waiting for us to give back. (laughs) Okay, I think it's time for my newest favorite part of the show these weeks. I'm going to pull a few tarot cards. Um, Or like, I guess I should be calling it my favorite part of my show um when i show everybody what a heathenous witch i am 
you know, ask my uncle. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, pick three cards. Let's see. Let's get a little insight, couple messages into the week ahead. What are some things that we can keep in mind as we move forward into May? Oh my goodness. I can't believe April is over already. And it's May. It's an exciting week, actually, because at the end of the week, it will make one year of Blue and I being together. Well, a year since we first met. And I'd say maybe like a week less than that of us being together, honestly, because <laughs> the week after we met, we went out and um, we haven't stopped talking every day since. So I'll probably get more into that. Oh, there goes a card. Probably get more into that um, next week when he and I um, go out and celebrate. So one card came out. Universe, can I please get two more cards? To give us some, oop, there's the second one. May I please have one more card to take us into this week, take us into April. This one feels good. Okay. <clears throat> so we have the three of wands, the world, mm, and the nine of swords. Okay, let's get into it. Okay, so I know a lot of people are unfamiliar with how the cards look, so maybe I'll just give a little brief description on them. So um, on the three of wands, um, what we see is a person who's standing on a cliff and they're looking out over the cliff over what they see there's like the sea there's mountains um they can just they just have a really long view of what's ahead of them um and they're kind of uh in a state of contemplation so um this car has a lot to do with um exploration leadership um having vision and foresight um when we want to see further we get we, we go higher, we climb higher, so you can get a better view. Uh, once you go up, you can increase your range um, and you can kind of uh, remove yourself from below from the situations and things that are going on and um, remove yourself from that situation to be able to detach and gain a little bit of perspective. So when this car comes up, it can be telling you to take the long view. Um, don't react in the heat of the moment. Take a step back, reconsider things, get that perspective and then go ahead and make your decision Um you know, as it fits into the greater picture. Um, this card um, kind of calls on you to be a bit of a visionary. Um, you can go and, and achieve beyond uh, maybe your current limitations. You know, um, this can kind of push you to um, have the courage to move fearlessly into new areas, areas that might even include um, you know, other people, maybe, you know, and having this vision and having um, this uh, perspective um, can allow you to um, lead by example. Maybe this week you'll be assuming more responsibility. Maybe you'll be put in the spotlight and be kind of like a representative in some sort of way, um, taking on a different role and leading others to a common goal this week. Maybe that's something that's on the horizon. I think that's pretty interesting. I know a lot of us work regular, typical jobs, so that's definitely a possibility, I think, for um, a lot of us this week. We may be getting some things added to our plate 
but don't get too overwhelmed take a step back look at the bigger picture and then move forward courageously the next card here we have is the world now the world this card is um, firstly about um, accomplishments um, accomplishing your goals um, it's a very pros prosperous card um, it, it's about like achieving your deepest heart's desire seeing those dreams come um, come true um, it's a real real nice card um, that kind of uh, promotes the flourishment like personal flourishment and growth um, finding beauty in your situations um, having maybe difficult times kind of come full circle and come to an end and have like all those loose ends be tied up um, it's a card about being fulfilled um, personally fulfilled um, finding the joy in life having peace of mind um, maybe you're going to be um, given some satisfaction in some way this week maybe there's something you've been waiting on it may be coming in maybe those tax checks are starting to roll in this month I don't know how quick those things work but maybe you start getting your tax money because <laughs> um, it's also a card about counting your blessings um, this um, also can be a card that uh, involves um, contributing to uh, society to your community um, fostering healing providing a service for people using your gift your voice your talent to better serve others um, sharing what you what you have uh, giving of yourself just being actively engaged in your community um, this world it's like you know the universe is almost like handing you a little slice of the world for you like giving you a gift um, like a divine gift um, but since this is like a card that's about active contribution and service you know to have the world in your hands you kind of have to give yourself to it as well um, because I think that's the source of true happiness it's kind of like a paying it forward card the more you put out it's just going to wrap around boomerang and come back to you so definitely keep that in mind this week the last card that we have here is the nine of swords now this isn't like the most happy of cards so maybe some of you are going through some things now or maybe some things will come up this week because this card deals with a lot of like worry guilty feelings um feeling a lot of anguish so um this could be you know self-doubts maybe you're just feeling really down in the dumps um feeling kind of anxious or tense maybe there's some stress in your life that you're just going over and over in your head and you know if you're, you're dwelling on it it just amplifies it and makes it worse it gets you all worked up um, maybe you've done something that you're feeling a little uh, guilty or you know regretful of um you know maybe there's like a issue you have um at work or with a relative in your personal life um maybe you're just having a little bit of self-doubt in general maybe you just feel like you haven't been doing your best and whatever your situation is that you have um maybe you're feeling remorseful um over something or just being feeling overwhelmed by life in general um maybe you have uh, been going hard in the paint lately and maybe you finally hit a wall and you're starting to feel that uh, maybe it's affecting your sleep maybe that's also contributing to the way that you're feeling you know and negative feelings like this they can um, come on from just outside stressors so you know just being a parent taking care of kids taking care of your household um you know the work stressors familiar familial stresses stresses in your relationship um you know just 
turning on the news every day that can attribute to that you know we're all dealing with a lot of mental anguish and pain in one way or another but sometimes it can be self-generated meaning you're just kind of dwelling on negative things only and forgetting the positive aspects um you know worry is a very common thing that causes a lot of anguish in our lives it's like have i done enough will everything work out okay what am i gonna do what if this happens what if that happens what if what if what if everything you know those thoughts they just go round and round and round and they're impossible to turn off you don't want to dwell in that or spend too much time in that i have been taking 10 minutes every night before i go to sleep to definitely just put my phone away um turn on some like nice ambient sounds from my phone like if you have an iphone there's like a setting you can do that where it's like rainfall or like the ocean waves or whatever and i'll just try my best i only do 10 minutes because honestly my mind starts racing again like that's like my limit right now i want to do longer but 10 minutes is what i can do um just to sit with myself quiet my thoughts literally just try to flip the switch of you know Um, anything that's bothering me or things that I'm worrying about any to-do list things like that I just literally try to shut it off for just 10 minutes and it makes a big difference (laughs) you know we have so much on our plates during the day there's so many things that just get me worked up I know personally and um you know so I would encourage people to just you know you don't have to like necessarily pray or do anything but just try to quiet your mind even just for a few minutes especially at the end of the day before you go to bed it's really been helping me sleep better um and just kind of in the day with almost like physically taking that mental goop all the negative goop and scooping it out at the end of the day in that 10 minutes and then just tossing it to the side um I haven't been like religious with it like every single night but I've been trying to do it most nights and I find that the nights that I do do it I feel much better so maybe tap into that if there's something that you just enjoy doing um you know maybe trying to make sure you're prioritizing that because you don't want to you know fall into any um negative <clears throat> back up Sasha you don't want to fall into any um any negative mental traps because if you spend too much time there it'll kind of keep you there and you know the the longer you're there it's, it's just harder to pull yourself out of so you know maybe just circle back to the other two cards in this reading um you know just looking towards joy focusing on the positive um you know blessings that are in your life just taking a step back getting a better perspective um you know and just looking at the bigger picture of things it's like you know there are other negative and bad things that are going on with us but there are positives as well and I find um just even verbally reminding myself what I'm grateful for it just puts me in a better headspace so I think all this like we can all just take this into our new week take this into May (laughs) and um I think it'll be a good week hopefully it'll be a good week this is from me to you um wishing that for all of you thank you so much for tuning in bye Hey guys, if you made it this far, thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. From the bottom of my heart, I truly appreciate it. Now there's a new episode every Sunday, so be sure to come on back for another round of Vodka Melonade. Bye.